Good morning from a cloudy and interestingly cold Perth. We have had extremely hot weather, so I am so thankful for the chill down. So thankful. Now, if I do sound interrupted today, that's because my kids are home. So <laughs> just so you know, I am actually a real human being and my kids are home today. It's a public holiday here in Perth, so in Western Australia. So my apologies if there are some interruptions. I'll try my very best to just edit them out. But if I sound, if I sound interrupted, then you know that's exactly why. So I was sitting and I was waiting on the Lord to, to just download to me what this episode was going to be about today and what came to mind was leading through difficult times and I'm really excited about this topic because leading through difficult times or tough times is something that I've had to do multiple times and it was only by the grace of God that I could actually get through that difficult time so I look forward to chatting with you in this episode let's do it Leading as a woman is tough, but leading as a woman of faith is next level. However, it doesn't have to be that way. God has called you into this leadership role because He says you are worthy. You are His child and if He qualifies you, who in this world can unqualify you? You might suffer from imposter syndrome and believe you're not good enough, but God says you are good enough. Hi, I'm Rika Whelan, Christian leader and workplace culture coach. And together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. So this is officially episode 50 of the podcast. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness, 50 episodes. It's been um, an amazing journey. Six months in, 50 episodes. And we've got some real big milestones to share, top 5% in the world. And God is just really good and He is just so amazing. And I just can't thank Him enough for everything that He's done for this podcast, for you as the listener. And I love to read the feedback, the reviews. So I'm going to read this review from DS Lee 222 I just discovered your show and love how you share with us how it's possible to be a leader in our workplaces guided by our faith. Thanks for keeping it real and giving us strategies that we can implement in our everyday lives. Looking forward to your future episodes. Well, this is exactly why I'm here. And if you'd like to share your thoughts or your reviews with me, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave your review there. And I will read out your review as well. I mean, that's not the purpose of why you're giving me the review. The review really is for me so that I know that I'm on the right track and that there are people out there listening and getting value from what the Lord is saying because... Sometimes as human beings, we're just so busy in our lives that we just can't hear from the Lord directly. And then he uses people like myself as an instrument to talk to you. So that's exactly why I'm here today. As a leader, you know that you have already, or you're currently at the moment, or in the future, you'll be facing tough times. Now, tough times can take any way, shape or form, because What's tough to you might not be tough to me, might not be tough to, a diff- to another person. So therefore, your toughness or your tough situation is unique to you. And isn't it amazing that God knows your heart? He knows who you are. 
He knows where he needs to meet you at this point in time. And I just love God's love for us and how he comes and shows us that no matter where we are in our journey, no matter how tough we find things, he's waiting for us with open arms. So when it comes to tough time at work, it can be really, really tricky to be a good leader because sometimes what we want to do is we want to we just really act like employees. We want to, you know, be angry, be frustrated, take out our frustrations on other people. But when it comes to leadership, we actually can't afford to do that. And I think that's why, the, why it's so tough to be in a leadership position because people look up to us for guidance and for role modeling and as mentors and as guides to, uh, as coaches really to our employees, we're in a tough spot because people look up to us. But what I want to say in that instance is we need to let go of the pressure that we need to be perfect. Because yes, we are role models, yes, we are coaches, and yes, we are leaders, and other people look up to us. So I think we need to strike a balance between being honest with our employees when things are going tough, so that they can learn from us through that situation. But also when the, when the going gets tough, to not give in and to sit on to just go and sit and do not, not wanting to do anything about the situation. I cry when I get frustrated. So, you know, my team has seen me cry, in particular when I felt frustrated. With the other situations when I got really angry or when I got, like, when something was really tough, my response was not tears. It was, okay, we need to, we need to, brainstorm right now and we need to come up with a solution and I would call my leadership team together and I would say okay guys this is a really tough situation it's out of my depth I need you guys I need your input in this situation because often as leaders I think we think we need to do things alone and leadership often feels alone to us but it actually isn't a lone journey at all especially if you've got a leadership team then gather your leadership team and say, this is a tough situation, guys. I actually, I'm out of my depth. I don't actually know how to deal with the situation. And that is not showing weakness to your team. It's actually just being honest with your team and say, you know, I've been in, a le I've been in leadership for 10 years, but this situation has really stumped me. Let's brainstorm together and let's see what we can do. Because on the other end of that problem solving and on the other end of coming through this tough situation, can you just imagine how empowered and equipped your leadership team will feel because you included them in this process? You made them feel valuable by including them in the problem solving process. And instead of just always taking the lead and always wanting to give all the answers, we're empowering other people to come up with the answers. And... When we're going through tough situations, whether that be personal, whether that be at work, whether that be a line manager that's giving us a hard time, sometimes we just need to include other people. Now, when it comes to, to when your line manager is giving you a tough situation to deal with, if it's confidential, then obviously you cannot share it with everyone. But if it's a situation where you feel like, okay, we've got <clears throat> 24 hours to do X task 
and you know that you don't have the capacity to do that. That's 100% where you will gather the troops, sit them down and say, we've got 24 hours, guys. I've got 24 hours to do this. But unfortunately, I just don't have the capacity. I, I just don't know how am I going to do it. This is out of my depth and I need your help. Can you help me? And you'll be surprised with the results because your leadership team will step in and they'll say, heck yes, we will. We will help you. Because when it comes to, to building relationships with your team, inclusion is going to be so valuable to you. I've seen this time and time again where leaders want to function in silos because they think that they have to do it all. They think they have to have all the answers. But that's not what leadership is. And that's what God and actually Jesus showed us about leadership is that we don't have to do everything alone. Think about the, the two fish and the five bread where there were 5,000 people sitting on a hill or 10,000 people, however many it was, and they were hungry. And Jesus didn't do that miracle alone. He said, gather the baskets. He, the boy came and he offered the two fish and the five loaves. And Jesus didn't do that miracle alone. He actually gathered his troops, his disciples, and he said, go and gather those baskets. And that's what they did. And they frowned, believe me. If you've watched the, if you've watched the Chosen, the Chosen, I know that, I know, and I, I don't want to start a conversation regarding the accuracy of the Chosen because I know that there's a lot of, uh, Christian people who, who haven't watched Chosen yet for various reasons. So look, I'm not starting a debate about the accuracy of The Chosen. But for me, what's really great was when I watched the scene of feeding the 5,000 people, they were confused. The, the disciples were so confused as to how is Jesus going to do this? How is he going to pull this out? Or, you know, But what Jesus did is he, he gathered the troops and he included them in that miracle. He included them. It's the same with turning water into wine. He said, he said to those workers, he said, okay, fill all of those um, jars or vats, whatever they were called, with water. He didn't do it alone. He didn't say, okay, I'm going to fill it up with water and then I'm going to turn it into wine. No, when he has done a miracle, he has included other people. There's always been other people around him and he didn't do it because he wanted the shine. He didn't want the shine to be on him. I mean, most of the time, Jesus said, um, go about your day and don't tell anyone that this happened. I mean, multiple times when Jesus did a miracle, he just said, you know, go. There were some situations where he said, okay, go and tell this person because that had to happen. But in other circumstances, he would say, okay, go, but don't tell anyone that this happened. Because Jesus didn't want to take the shine. He didn't want to be this person who took all of the leadership shine on him. So I want you just to sit back and I want you to just lean back and think, okay, I'm not in this leadership journey alone. When I'm going through tough times, no matter what that tough, times, tough time might look like, I'm not alone. Number one, you've got Jesus on your side. He already won the battle. All you need to do is lean back and say, tell me what I need to do. Help me. Help me to 
come through this tough time, to get through this tough time, because Lord, you know, I don't have the capacity. I don't have the power. I don't have the energy. I've got nothing. But what I need is you, Lord. I need you to help me. Then I want you to gather the troops. I want you to gather your leadership team. And if you don't have a leadership team, then you need to go and think, who are the people that you can trust the most? Not a clique, because it shouldn't be a clique. And leadership teams often, again, I've seen this multiple times, where leadership teams become a clique and where employees feel that, you know, you can't touch this, where we, you know, you can't touch the leadership team because they're such a clique. And we should be very, very, very wary of that. But leadership teams should be people that are trusted, that have got some form of an influence over the race of employees. And the word influence often has a bad connotation, but this is a good connotation. We want to have influence over our employees. We want to have people on our leadership team that can influence people for the positive and for the good. So gather your troops, whether that be one person or two people or three people. Gather them around you and say, I need your help. This is the situation that I'm going through. This is out of my depth. I've never gone through this before. Can you help me? And you will find that more often than not, I mean, there's a slight chance that people won't help you. But again, it depends on your relationship with that people. It all boils down to relationship. If you think about lead, about Jesus's leadership, what type of leadership did he have? Servant leadership, relational leadership, not authoritarian, not authoritative at all. It was the opposite. It was servant leadership, relational leadership, and Everyone thrived in their relationship with Jesus. And because he was so good and because he was so kind and because he was so relational, there were so many people that he upset because of that, because the, the, the leaders of that time didn't want that relational leadership. They didn't want that servant leadership because they were serving out of authority, an authoritarian style leadership. And Jesus came and he just disrupted all of that. And he said, well, servant leadership, relational leadership, that's what this world needs. God wants you to be a relational leader, a servant leader to your team, to your leadership team. And therefore, to be a servant and to, to have a good relationship with people, it's give and take. It's not just give, 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 solve, 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 me, 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 I, I, I. It's anything but that. Yes, as leaders, we get paid more because we're expected to do more. We're expected to lead our team. We're expected to get results. But that does not mean we have to do it alone. And you can absolutely reward your team for being a team player, for helping you to get through this tough time. And that can take, again, any way, shape or form where you can reward them. Think about the rewards that the disciples got from being with Jesus. Their families were so, so, so blessed. Yes, their families still went through tough times, but their families were blessed because they gave up a lot to follow Jesus. So what I want to say is follow Jesus every single day. Put on the armor of God every single morning when you go to work. Memorize the verses, say them in your car on the way to work and be ready for the battle that the enemy has for you on a daily basis because the enemy just wants to destroy. 
But Jesus builds and builds and builds and builds and serves. And he just cares about people. He cares about relationships. And please go and listen to the previous episode of Leading with Kindness because that was an amazing download from God, as is this episode. And I pray that this blesses you. I pray that any tough time that comes your way, you will know that you are not alone. There's strategy that we can follow in tough times. And that is not doing it alone. Praying about it, gathering the troops and problem solving together. Praying is going to be your number one thing that you want to do. And your Bible is your weapon. Your Bible is your weapon. You need to say those verses aloud every single day because The Bible is as relevant today as it was yesterday, the day before, a week ago, 2,000 years ago. And I'd like to end this episode by praying for you so that whenever you do go through a tough time, because, I mean, leadership is tough. It's a tough gig. And God has called you into this leadership position. He's called you to be in this position for a time as this, so that you can have positive influence over other people and make a difference in their lives and show them what a good leader can look like and change their perception of what a good leader is. Because people have misperceptions about what leaders are because they've had bad experiences, but you get to change that. You get to show them, even if they go through a tough time, that you will be there for them and that you will guide them and lead them, even if, they, if they, even if they're not Christians. In your private time, you can still pray for them and you can show them, okay, we need to problem solve this, but guess what? You are not alone. I don't problem solve alone, so let's not, pro- let's not get you to problem solve alone. Let's problem solve together. And you don't necessarily need to be in that problem solving meeting with your colleague or with your employee. They can be with their peers, So long as problem solving becomes the aim and doing it together and not alone. Okay, let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for another amazing and wonderful episode. God, we we go through tough times as leaders often and the, the enemy just comes to destroy, which means that more often than not, we do go through tough times. We're dealing with difficult people at work, people who are not Christian, people who don't believe, and people who just want to be nasty, plain nasty. They want to gossip, they thrive in toxic workplace cultures, and they because they cause it. So God, anything can be a tough time for this woman of faith that's listening to this podcast at the moment, but I pray, God, that they will know that you are their refuge, that they turn to you, Lord, and that they pray, that they say, God, here I am. I give it up because I can't do it alone. I pray that they'll pick up their Bible and that they'll use the Bible as a weapon against the enemy and against the fight that goes on in the spiritual realm. God, I pray that you'll give them energy, capacity, and the strength to tackle this tough problems that they're going through time and time again because they know that they're not alone. They know that they don't have to tackle this problem alone. God, we come to you today and we thank you for sending Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you were the most amazing role model of what leadership can and should look like. Thank you, God, for everything you do for us. Jesus, thank you for showing us what leadership looks like. 
I pray for each and every woman here that they will, after they've listened to this episode, that they will they will just spend time in worship, spend time in praise and be with you, Lord. And just give this tough issue and problem to you. And then take that tough issue and problem to their colleagues that can problem solve with them. We are not alone as leaders, Lord, because you shown us what good leadership looks like. You've shown us and you've given us the tools in the Bible to fight the battles that we need to fight on an everyday basis. Thank you to God that you are just amazing. Thank you for this amazing episode. Thank you for this amazing revelation. And I pray that everyone enjoys the rest of their day and be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, I hope you really enjoyed the rest of your day. And thank you so much for being here. Please leave a review if you've not done that yet. But if you're not on Apple Podcasts, I understand, of course. But please come and join the Facebook group. Please, please, please come and join us on the Facebook group. And if you're not on the Facebook group and you'll be interested to tell me where you do hang out, there is a link in the description below where you can let me know where you do hang out. And I'm considering opening up a WhatsApp group for all the Women of Faith uh, listeners. So WhatsApp is a messaging app similar to Messenger. I mean, I could even do it on Messenger. But I need to know where people are hanging out before I start just creating random places for us all to hang out. So please fill out the one question survey. And then there is an additional optional uh, question where you can tell me why you haven't joined the Facebook group yet. So thank you very much for listening. And I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Bye. so much for listening if this podcast blessed you in some way the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when i read it and it makes me want to keep going so please leave a review and your review will also help other christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for so whether you're on spotify or apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.